The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Good afternoon. Uh, Monday edition of the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Jalen Nye off uh, for the next two weeks. Brad uh, Whiskers filling in. Thanks for doing that, Brad. Yeah, we're back again. That was only, what, two weeks ago that I think we did two weeks together? It was a fond farewell, I recall. It was. I we, let you go home early. We Yes, we hugged, we cried, and I said, don't you worry, we'll be back together again in a couple of weeks, and here we are. Here we are, nine shows oh. together. Is that a fact? Why it is. Nine? I thought ten. But we have oh, Monday. Uh, holiday Monday, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we're working towards a long weekend. Exactly. Fabulous. Speaking of which, how was yours? Good? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Good, good, good. The weather, uh, man, oh man, by yesterday, it was just scorching hot. So it kept I was me told. inside. Yeah, I was in the you basement uh, napping. I had uh, my brothers over on Friday night. It's the first time we've all been together in uh, close to 25 years. It went very well. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. It, yeah. So it went well, good conversation, fun times? It, yeah, if we're not talking about, if we're just talking as adults and what's going on right now in our lives, uh, two very interesting guys. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the problem is, you know, you sort of anticipate that you're going to go back to being kids again and... Although that did come up. Somebody of did course. yeah, bring up that I destroyed something of theirs when I was six. But, you know, once we got past that, it was very interesting. And my brother Doug brought his uh, son, Nicholas, who I've met before but not spent any time with. So, uh, yeah, it was fun. And I, I saw my wife's uh, brother, or my wife's brother, my brother's wife. Okay. Who I had not seen at all in a quarter of a century. Wow. Yeah, so that was fun. That's, as well. uh, that's really good. I'm glad it went well. I know last week you were, I don't want to say stressed. Not I think you stressed. Were concerned. I a little concerned. Get it over with. You did. But yeah. do you th- so on that note, do you think you'll do it again? Not you know right away. It's not like you're going to do it in two weeks, but in a few months, a year, maybe yeah, down the well, road. Well, the next time Doug's out here, he lives in Ottawa, so he'd be welcome in my home as he was on Friday night and. I don't know that I'll find myself in Ottawa, but if I were to, I would feel very comfortable in dropping by and spending an evening or an afternoon. There was a lot of beer involved as well. Hey, that's what the beers are there for. Well, you know, it's funny how technology has changed, and then I want to talk about this UCP candidate, but I'll tell you how technology has changed. So Bob and Judy, my oldest brother and his wife, uh, I believe Bob's 74. I, I, I'm getting, yeah, estimating ballpark. a little bit. Yeah, ballpark in it, but I believe he is. So, of course, he ran out of steam around uh, 10. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he had brought Doug and uh, Nicholas over. So Bob and Judy sort of, you know, said, well, I listen, we, we need to get to bed. And, and he was encouraging Doug and Nicholas to leave with him. And we said, well, we'll, we'll put them in an Uber. Like, don't you worry about it. We'll put the... And it's funny. Like, first, Bob was like, put them in a what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bob, just get in your car. He wasn't drinking, so he's not a drinker. So they left at 10. So at 2 in the morning, we wrapped things up. And really, I'd have kept going, except Doug had to get up in the morning. He's an athlete, my brother Doug. He goes in triathlons and stuff. So he had to get up in the morning and go for a bike ride at 8. Yeah. I'm not even sure why. But anyway... That's the point at which we realized uh, Doug and uh, Nicholas are staying at Bob's house, and we don't know his address. And I don't know his address. So how'd that phone call go at 2 a.m.? Well, we decided not to do that. We tried various means. Like, in the old days, and and this will come as a surprise to you, Brad, because you're quite young. In the old days, you could pull out the white pages and look up the name and right. see the address, right? Yep. But that we don't have those anymore, so... 
we we went on Facebook and we tried to find somebody that was related to Bob that might know or might still be awake at two in the morning. We we were unsuccessful. I texted my mother-in-law because she says she has trouble sleeping, so I thought she might see it, but she didn't. And then eventually, I just Googled Edmonton White Pages and his name, and lo and behold, it's on the internet. Really? Yep. Yeah, so. And he hasn't moved in 30 years, to the best of my knowledge. So we piled them into a car at 2 a.m. And now I've not spoken to them since, so I'm assuming they're not still out there wandering around. Wow. I assume they did find the house. You'd hope so. Yeah, but it, that's a shocking, not shocking, but that's a sort of a you know off-putting moment when you're like, okay, well, I'll, what's your, where are you going? And they're yeah. like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm they're from Ottawa. West, west side. Uh, well, they were like, I, I think it's uh, River Band. And I was like, well, it's River Bend, so that's okay. We'll start there. Yeah. At one point, I was going to get the Uber just to take them to Riverbend, and then just, how big's Riverbend? Like, if, you know, maybe point to a house that looks familiar. But that that was the point at which they said they hadn't really noticed what his house looked like. So we pretty much <laughs> needed an address. All right, listen, we should tell people what's on the show today, because you've packed it full, as you tend to do when Jalen's gone, and I appreciate you doing that. So t- what, what do we got in the show? Well, at 2.30, we have our weekly edition of The Hoot, typically at 3.30, but we're going to move that to 2.30, because at... Three and going all the way to four, we have AMA travel expert Roland Van Meers coming in. We had him in, it would have been what, Andrew, February? And I've so, been trying to get him back ever since. And we've been trying I to keep get him asking back. asking you to get him back. You do, and I have tried, of course, but he's a very busy man. He goes on yeah. trips to to take in what it's like there so he can report back. He can answer any question. I'm a huge fan of Roland. You are. As, as you know, uh, I've been walking around the newsroom today and on Friday uh, singing Roland, Roland, Roland. <laughs> I'm sure he's never heard that before. <laughs> Probably not, but no. I'm just that excited to have him because I, you said he was great and that we had him on the show. And I, actually, you'd had him on once before and I wasn't here. And then you had him when I was here. And, we, and we'll do it again today. We opened up the phone lines. People could ask any question whatsoever. And the one that sticks out in my mind is a guy phoned in and he wanted to know about supplemental insurance when in Thailand uh, to cover, I, and I, don't, I don't even remember what it was, like if you get surgery in Thailand and then, you know, you get an infection. And uh, I looked over at Roland just thinking, man, we... We stumped him. We stumped him on that one. He, he went, great question, and then answered it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? It was like asking him to count to 10. <laughs> I know. In <laughs> my sleep, through, buddy. Yeah. In my sleep. Yeah. So start thinking about your travel questions. I know I want to talk to him about Cuba a little bit, and I'd like to find out where the hot spots are these days, the safe places to go. And I know that I've heard some stories about Jamaica, parts of Jamaica not being safe. So I want to talk to him about all of that. But my questions will go second to yours. So... The number to call at 3 will be 496-0063, and uh, he'll take your questions. And, and it's going to be fun. Job. Yeah, yeah he's always fun. fun. He's a very funny guy. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about this UCP thing, then we'll take our first break. We'll just kind of set it up. So you've been hearing it in our news today. Um, there's uh, Sandra Kim is a uh, candidate for the UCP. I, th- I believe she's a candidate to become the candidate, right? Yes. And uh, so three years ago, Sandra Kim shared a Facebook page post that reads in part, yes, I am a Christian. I believe in the Bible. I do not support homosexuality or homosexual marriage. And then, of course, as these things tend to do, uh, it resurfaced now that she's running for politics. And her apology in part reads, uh, I shared some posts without fully thinking through how they could be perceived. That is on me. To anyone whom I offended, I apologize. You're welcome to love who you love, Kim said. I don't have a problem with people loving who you love. Um, so I guess well, that's my, surprising. Yeah. So my question <laughs> is this: 
I'm, I have a number of questions, and I'm, I'm curious in your take on it, Brad, and, and our listeners at 496-0063. Maybe we'll get the phone lines warmed up and text line 630-630. There's lots, I think, probably, that would prevent me from running for politics if you were to go through the history of my Facebook, Twitter, my Comedy Act, and that sort of thing. So, number one question is, should we hold people responsible for past posts or comments? And if so, is there a time limit, like a statute of limitations? Is three years long enough for somebody to have changed their mind? See, and w- so onto that point, what's interesting since then, now that this post has been outed, so to say, and, and splattered all outed, over. Outed, that's almost a pun, yeah. Hey. She now says, my view has changed. Mm. I'm not going to stand against same-sex marriage. If that's what you want, have at it. My concern with that is, are you saying that because the post has been published again or has been caught by someone, or have you actually changed your opinion on the matter? And does it matter? And that's, that's my question. To the voter, does it matter? Because I don't know that this particular candidate or, and maybe I'm generalizing here, or the UCP in general has a massive amount of support among the gay community. So I don't know um, that that support would have been lost had she even not apologized. I'm not sure the support was there to begin with, is I guess what I'm saying. To me, it just becomes more firepower for the opposition. Yes. It shows that in today's world, a lot of members of the UCP are still, in my opinion, a little bit behind the times. Well, let me stop you there. So that's your opinion. That's my opinion. Yeah. So here's the thing. Those individuals who are on the fence, and, and I've said this time and time again, governments get elected by the undecided. The, the, those people who are on the extreme end of the spectrum, left or right, don't change their minds. It's rare, I should say, that they change their minds. So it's the middle ground that swings one way or another when elections roll around, and that's who elects governments. So if you're on the fence and you're thinking, even if you're thinking, I want to get rid of these NDP, um, am I, the alternative is the UCP, but what's preventing you from sort of bending in that direction is that you're, you have fear that they have some antiquated social policies. So this doesn't help that. So I guess that's what I'm saying. I don't think it hurts the support among the gay community. I think it hurts the support among the undecided community. Specifically, members of the prior progressive conservative party who may not be as far right as certain nominees for the UCP. We're missing that sort of middle ground, so to say, or that party right of center, but not extreme right. So you have former members who supported the PC party who are now under the UCP blanket. Mm -hmm. And sure, they may agree and likely do agree with certain initiatives and policies put forward by the UCP. But maybe when it comes to something like this, if you are in Masquachese with Tasquin riding, you're going, you know what? You lost me there because I do support same-sex marriage, but I also do support other issues with under that UCP party blanket. So I think that's where you may lose a few people. And then for those folks, it becomes very tough because you're obviously not an NDP supporter because you were under the PC mm-hmm. banner for years and years and years. So where do you go now? And I think that's a whole other conversation. It's something that we're missing in Alberta right now is that middle ground party. I'm not saying a center party, but just a party that is Mm -hmm. not so far right and not just left of center, something closer to in the middle. Right. So here's the other thought on that, though, is if you have a a candidate in your 
should she become the uh, candidate for the UCP? And you say, well, I, you know, I'm fiscally conservative and socially uh, liberal, right? Um, and I kind of have a feeling that she's not. Uh, however, she said she's just going to go ahead and plug her nose and swallow it. So part of you can just not believe that that's true, that she's changed her mind in three years and not care because it's like, well, she acknowledges that she has to, you know, get with it, get with the times. Yeah. So I don't, you know, so there's that other possibility. So I guess that's my question to the listeners at 63630 and at 4960063. Do you care? Do you care if a candidate makes a statement three years ago about policy that you no longer agree with or that the party has said they don't agree with. So let us know. We'll read some of your texts. We'll take a phone call or two if we get them. Uh, But we'll take a break right now and uh, see what happens. Wow. Uh, Tell you what, we've got uh, Raj waiting on hold. I'll get to you in a second, Raj. Some great text. Thank you so much. There's just some great text here. Let me uh, read a a few for you. Uh, That's why I feel lost, says John. I want fiscal responsibility without this caveman social policy. So John's a guy who finds those kind of statements um, to hurt the candidate. this text, here's where it does make a difference. My dad was a Wild Rose conservative supporter until the, quote, Lake of Fire incident. With two gay sons, he'd vote Alberta Party or even NDP before UCP anymore. They won't even be entertained by him now. Um, pretty sure uh, some NDP members posted some pretty nasty stuff. They still got elected. Post what you want. Voters will decide, I guess, is what I'm saying. Uh, long-winded? No, that wasn't long-winded at all. And that's why I'm asking the question, because I didn't even bring up the fact that... So you've got this candidate that you might not agree with their social views, uh, but you can find, honestly, and I'm saying this without proof in front of me, I think lots of NDP uh, candidates in the last election who, if you went back, were quite anti-oil. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, you know, yeah. they get into power, and it's good for the province, right. so... You know, let's take Raj's call before we run out of time. Hey, Raj, what's on your mind? Hey, Andrew, love to hear your show. Thank uh, you. Hear your show all the time. Excellent. Uh, just want to mention that's why we call it a dirty politics. Uh, in my opinion, that person's views are still the same in a personal level. She just changed it because she's running for the post now. And so, do you think that will affect her ability to do the job, or will she do as the party says? Well, she will follow what party wants her to do. Yeah, but like I'm saying, in personal level, if she wasn't running this today, but like this time, she would still have the same view, and the mm-hmm. views, personal views, are not going to change. Uh, and you know what, Raj? A lot of people. Thanks for the call on her text line. Absolutely agree with that sentiment. Uh, although here's a defense of it that that she believes in the book of slaughter, murder. Oh no, sorry, wrong text. That she believes in the book of slaughter, murder, sacrifices, hell for all is enough for her, me to want to keep her out of government. Um, And this, if it quacks like a duck, well, it probably is. And there seems like a lot of quacking lately from the UCP. And uh, here's the one I was looking for. There's so many coming in. It doesn't matter what the individual candidate's opinions are. They are your voice to the party. It's the party's agenda that matters. This is the left, excuse that term, bringing in American-style 
politics. And finally, this one, a tricky question, really. I grew up pre-internet, and there are things I used to believe in that I don't now in my old age. I used to think a monster lived under my bed. I used to believe if I sent in enough barcodes, I'd get goggles that would allow me to see through walls. Remember that? Uh, Heck, I used to believe girls had cooties. Imagine we posted all that stuff. I'm not sure, but I do believe people can say and people can believe whatever they want, being that I may myself not, uh, without sin, I will refrain from casting a stone. And you said the party was missing, Brad. There was a party that was missing, and this texture said, well, the party you're looking for does exist. It's called the Alberta Party. Yeah, to an extent, I just, I still think a lot of people in the province ignore the fact that the Alberta Party exists just because of their history so far. They've had a seat here and there. Um, They do put out, you know, uh, mock budgets uh, when we get around to... to, Well, uh, the Alberta Party is new. Yeah. Right, a relatively yeah. new. But I they, shouldn't say it's new, but they've it's been relatively active. new. They've been active. They've yeah. been active, and now with Stephen Mandel in power, he has big plans, and mm-hmm. it would be nice to see some support behind them just to have that three-party system. I just don't like NDP, UCP, a few independents, and one Liberal member and one Alberta Party <laughs> member. <laughs> we haven't I, even talked about the Liberals. Well, that's the thing about the Alberta Party. Uh, or I should say about the UCP, is that, and I'm waiting for somebody to text me, so I'll say it before you can type. Um, I said the Alberta Party's new. It's relatively new. The UCP Party is brand new, but we all know what it is, though. It's, right. it's the Conservatives in the Wild Rose. So exactly. like, that's not new in any way, right? No, we've known, we've known those parties for quite some time, specifically the PCs. Right. I mean, they were in power for 40-plus years. I just, I, sometimes I, well, I won't even say it. Let's go to Chuck's call. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Andrew, how you doing? Good, brother. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Um, I just want to give you a different perspective on this. I believe that she could have a change of heart. Uh, I was a executive. I was one of the executives of the Canada Family Action Coalition years ago, okay? Mm-hmm. And I was a staunch Christian for a lot of years. I still am a Christian. But when my daughter was 12, she came out to me and said, I'm gay. So I had an option as a Christian to love my daughter for who she was or reject her like a lot of people do. I chose the lie. I chose to love my daughter and accept her for who she was and understand and grow from that to say, hey, you know what? I have something to learn. Mm-hmm. And that's to learn that the simplicity of it is not all Christians hate gays. Not all Christians hate people because Christ is about love. He, he not once does he say condemn somebody. He says, judge not lest you be judged. Treat other people as you treat yourself. And love others as you love yourself. And that, to me, is the most important thing. So can somebody change their mind on the gay agenda? You better believe it. Because I'm living proof of it. Yeah, and, and you my know what? My daughter would stand up and tell you that, how it's changed me. And it's uh, dramatic. And I, and I congratulate you for that. And, you know, this falls in the category of what I talk about all the time. I've said it on this show many times. It's extreme views that actually hurt the, the same moderate view. Uh, whether you're very, you know, extremely hardcore Christian or you're extremely hardcore left or right or up or down, it really doesn't matter. When you go to an extreme, you never... I, it's rare that you win every, anyone over with that opinion. Because exactly. it's what we fear, right? Like a, a real, I remember one time we had a Baptist minister on the morning show when I did it with Dan. And I can't recall what the topic was, but we had him on and he was, he wanted to burn the gays and do this and do that. And 
he was worried that, that people didn't have enough religion in their life anymore. And I remember saying to him, you know, you're the problem, right? Because nobody wants to join that guy. Like, nobody looks at that guy and goes, you know what? That seems like a really tolerant, happy place to be. It seems like a really angry place to be. Exactly. And it's not about religion. It's about relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you have faith in God or faith in, in, in Buddha or faith in anything outside of yourself, it's about a relationship. And that's the same relationship we have to have with each other. And it, it takes on a whole new meaning when you start understanding that a person is a person no matter who they are. Yep. That's Absolutely. Well, well said, said, Chuck. Appreciate the and phone call, my friend. Thank you very much. We're just uh, we're up against the clock here. I don't want to cut you off. Is there one more thing you wanted to say? No, understandable. You take the clock. I just want to say, you know what? People can change, so don't judge a book just because of what their past was. Please take them at face value for what they're trying to do now, and, and let's give some people the benefit of the doubt, and don't just think all politicians are dirty. Perfect. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.